0: Welcome to Horizon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to The Digital Executive. Today's guest is Joe Altieri. Joe Altieri is a lifelong innovator, entrepreneur, and problem solver who turned his cutting-edge innovation FlexScreen, the world's first and only flexible window screen, Into a thriving multi-million dollar company. Since its introduction into the marketplace, FlexScreen has gained international attention and earned multiple awards, drawing interest and eventual partnerships with powerhouse entities, including global 500 company St. Gobain and American television personality, inventor and entrepreneur, Lori Greiner of the Shark Tank and Queen of QVC. Well, good afternoon, Joe. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate the time that you're spending with me and your listeners are spending. We're going to have some fun today.
0: Absolutely. I love this. I love getting on a podcast first thing in the day. And like I told you before, Joe, I've interviewed people from all over the world, Taiwan, Denmark, Argentina, you name it. And uh, I appreciate you being a a guest on our show. And it just delights me. So thank you. So Joe, we're gonna jump into the questions here. I've got a few. You've got quite the background in entrepreneurship, leadership, and now you're the president of FlexScreen. Could you share with our audience what drives you and what has contributed to your success?
1: Well, first of all, I'm passionate about what I do. So FlexScreen was a labor of love it was a a bit of a hobby that was birthed in my garage we sell window screens i'm sure a lot of your guests have amazing tech companies and, and and all of that stuff i sell window screens but it's a really cool window screen but it was something that i invented in my garage and and it was you know nights and weekends and missed time with my family and you know my wife coming and kissing me goodnight out in the garage as i worked on this so th- there was a lot of passion about it before it became a product before it became a company but then once that dream becomes a reality and and you know you start seeing it out in the wild man that's what gets me out of bed every day so again that that dream becoming a reality being grateful for that every single day is really what drives me
0: that's amazing and i love hearing entrepreneur stories like this you know they found their why or their purpose right and they they went after it and you're right i think we've all been there we all have that entrepreneur inside of us we know that it takes a lot of hard work so i appreciate you sharing your story and the next question, Joe, is we want to talk a little bit about this, you know, new normal, right? The pandemic mm-hmm. and everybody globally has had to make major shifts and pivots to adapt. Could you share with us how COVID has impacted your business and what did you do to pivot?
1: So, I mean, one of the things is, you know, we're a relatively new product and, and we're in the window and door industry, which is not a, um, it's not an industry that's easy to change. So again, we sell window screens. So traditional, you know, old style window screens, probably the ones that you have on your house were invented over hundred years ago, like 1907. So it looks exactly like the screens that are in your house. For the past five years, my job, uh, as we've been growing, is to convince window manufacturers to put our screen standard on their windows. And that takes a lot of touchy-feely. It takes a lot of salesmanship, right? Getting out in front of people and saying, hey, check this out. Here's all the features and benefits. Here's why my widget is better than this old widget over here. And so when COVID hit, that face-to-face went away. It was just, it's gone, right? I can't get in front of a group of executives from a window manufacturer and show them my product anymore. I can't demonstrate. I can't hand it to them and say, here, feel this, touch this, smell it, eat it, whatever. Um, So, you know, right before COVID, we had actually started doing a lot of Zoom presentations, webinars, and things like that. And when COVID hit, that just went into overdrive. You know, we talked right before we jumped on the podcast, you know, I have a studio in my office. I'm a screen, we sell window screens and I have a full production studio in my office. And that was something that happened pre-COVID but it became so valuable to us you know, once COVID hit, because now I can be as close as possible to having a face to face with companies as they're safe in their offices or in their living rooms or wherever they're taking meetings from during that, you know, especially the big lockdown time, which was that March, April, May time period. So, you know, we started doing a ton of presentations. It, it felt like I lived in this studio because we would just set up presentation. We'd have 30, 40 people on, and I'm doing a presentation and sales training and stuff like that with our customers. And so that served us really well. So that was a big pivot. You know, my travel budget went from tens of thousands of dollars a quarter to zero. But we just moved that money right into the technology side and just said, hey, we're going to have awesome, awesome cameras, switchers, lighting, all that stuff. So that we're doing a, you know, a nice presentation. That was the big pivot for us from from the sales side. Now, from the manufacturing side, of course, you know, we immediately, we had to stay in business, right? We have to keep producing. And our product and our customers' products are necessary. Like, therefore, you know, people replacing windows that aren't working. And the CDC says, hey, open your windows, get fresh air, and that helps keep you healthy. Of course, they can't do that without working windows. They can't do that without window screens. So our customers have stayed busy we've stayed busy. So in the manufacturing side, we had to follow all the CDC protocols, you know, spreading people out, you know, making sure that things are cleaned every night, stuff like that, which of course, every business is going through right now. Sure.
0: Sure. Now, that's amazing. I appreciate. And the fact that you shifted those dollars to invest in your on a little bit more on the tech side, which is amazing, which, you know, I'm always interested in, which leads me to the next question, Joe is, you know, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies uh, within your product or manufacturing? And if not, You know, maybe there's a cool tool or app you can share with us. That would be kind of cool.
1: The biggest thing that we did in, in manufacturing was we worked with a third party developer to go through and figure out a way to measure productivity through our plant, where before that was a person walking around. Right. So again, trying to stay social distance, you know, having a supervisor there, you know, trying to help people go faster and keep on pace and things like that. We had to pull those people back and now they have to be socially distanced. You know, we don't want them right up on somebody. They have to be six, ten feet away. We don't want, you know, we don't want COVID spreading through our plants. So we worked with a third party developer to work on ways that we can actually measure every single stage within our plant. And then we have big monitors that are up at every single station. So a supervisor can simply walk by and see how that person's doing. And then it's also self-governed because now the, the employee can see. They have certain metrics that they have to hit throughout the day. They don't have to have a supervisor come up and say, hey, you're not doing as well as we hoped you would. It's right there on the screen. They can see it. Although I love, I'm a face-to-face guy. I love personal interaction, but having that there, again, it's just, it's there to keep our people safe. And it's been great. It's something that we wanted to do in the past. You know what I mean? Again, visual productivity, those are big things. If you're not measuring it, you can't improve it. So we wanted to do this, but COVID just, it just said, hey, look, we're spending the money now because we need a way to communicate internally and without having somebody right next to that employee. So that was the big thing from the manufacturing side that we did. Other than just, again, spreading everybody out so that you know every square inch of our manufacturing plants is used to try to keep people safe.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So many people have had to make an immediate decision, right? Or decisions back in March of last year. And it was like, wow, we got to spend the money or you know, we're going to lose out or go out of business. So thanks for sharing. I appreciate that, Joe. And Joe, last question here. Can you share something from your entrepreneur journey? Now, what was that aha moment? Maybe it was that experience on the Shark Tank or with your partner, uh, Lord Grainer?
1: Yeah, so I think the aha moment for me happened a lot, you know well before Shark Tank was when uh, I was in the window industry prior to Flex screen prior to starting my company. And there was a point where I thought I had something. I had this really rough prototype, right? And I'm like, man, this is really cool. I'm a screen geek, right? I, I sell window screens. it's it's what I do. So but I'm like, this is really cool. But when I started showing it off to some of my customers and they're like, This is awesome. And there was just this point where I had to make a decision like, this is pretty cool. You know what I mean? I like it. My customers like it. But, you know, I can't continue doing what I'm doing for income and do this at the same time. I have to make a choice. And there was just this point where my wife and I sat down and said, Look, I've worked on this for two years in the garage. You know what I mean? My customers like it. What do you think about going all in? And man, first of all, that is a crazy tough conversation to have with a spouse just so yeah. just so yeah. everybody's out if you're an if you're yeah. a budding entrepreneur and you're ready to go all in spend your life savings you know make a big bet that is such a nerve-wracking thing i've had two crazy experiences that made me sweat one was shark tank of course you know sure. the other was telling my wife that we're going to bet everything on this silly thing that i worked on in my garage so those were the two worst <laughs> the most nerve-wracking moments in my journey Yeah. There was just this point where I'm just like, this is, this is it. Like, I feel that this is the way to go. But then having that reinforced, bringing prior to Lori, you know, we brought other investors on and seeing them get behind my vision was awesome. But then of course, Shark Tank is just, you know, there's a a moment. And again, I don't know if you've talked to any of the other Shark Tank winners, but there's this moment where they go, we'd like to make a deal. And you're like, with who? Like, really? Like, like me, are you talking to me? And that, that moment is something that I will always remember because it's just all of that anxiety, all of that preparation, all everything that you've prepared for and got beat up, you know, it's it's tough being in a tank. Then suddenly they're like, Hey, we see what you see and we want to make a deal with you. Like, that's just, that's an amazing, amazing moment.
0: It is. You know, what I've heard out of you today, but also others that started it on a very similar path is their passion. Again, they found their why they went all in they're passionate about it and people can see it in their eyes. So I think that's amazing. And Joe, that was awesome. And I just want to let you know, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon.
1: Great. Thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate your time.
0: Bye for now.